It's Jim, it's the World of Bonds. It's Monday the 27th of September 2021. This is for professional investors only and never ever investment advice. There was no panic buying in government bond markets last week, Uh, quite the opposite. We saw a big, big move in US Treasury bond yields. So they went up from 1.27% at the lowest of the week to around about 1.45% this morning. We also have steeper yield curves, um, especially at the very long end. And this has been driven by the Bank of England. So as you remember, we did have an FOMC meeting in the States that was on the face of it relatively hawkish with half a rate hike now being priced in for next year. But bond markets didn't move on that. It wasn't for 24 hours later when the Bank of England kind of implied advertently or not that it might be hiking rates before December this year that bond markets really started to motor upwards in in yields everywhere around the world. So that's been the story of last week. This week, um, starting off the week relatively calm, we've got the German elections where we don't have a result yet, effectively, neck and neck between the two major parties. So we don't really know which direction things will lean in there. Lots of speculation about various coalitions, traffic light coalitions, etc. But that will develop as the week progresses. Today I'm going to talk about the debt ceiling though. The debt ceiling is something that came in during World War One in the United States Congress, many of whom were, as you know, uh, were opposed to intervention in foreign endeavours, were worried that World War One would send the debt spiralling out of control in America, um, as well as their other objections to, uh, to fighting other people's battles in Europe. So um, as a sop to the opposition in Congress, uh, a debt ceiling was put on that said that the, the national debt couldn't go above a, a billion US dollars and if it did it would have to come back for approval. Now since that time um, it has had to come back for approval about 98 times so far and it's going to have to go back again because sometime in October and the estimates are October the 20th uh, the US is going to run out of money. The last Official debt ceiling was set in 2017 at 22 trillion US dollars. It has within that um, the flexibility to be suspended and to go over by six and a half trillion dollars. So we're effectively knocking up at the 28 and a half trillion US dollar debt ceiling in the United States, above which um, the government can't spend anymore. Um, There is some flexibility for some extraordinary measures, and this is the kind of shuffling around of uh, payments. different timings, the stopping paying certain uh, things that you might have thought needed paying for by the Treasury Department. But Yellen has said failure to raise the debt limit would produce widespread economic catastrophe. So um, this is really a tool in recent years that the Republicans have used in this increasingly um, polarised politics. So, I mean, the Democrats passed three debt ceiling um, issues under Trump without too much fuss. But in 2011, 2013, the Republicans tried to um, prevent the debt ceiling being raised under Obama um, a couple of times. And those will be the times that we remember as being the US getting close to a technical default, a technical in inverted commas. It would would be a default um, under the rating agency's measure of things. So that's, um, you know, come back onto the radar again with October the 20th as a likely date that the US runs out of money. A bit more history. So 
It was really 1979. Um, it was decided that the debt ceiling was causing too much hassle for government. So a relatively junior staffer said, uh, stood up and said, a congressman said, if, if you voted for the budget, you've got to pay the bill and sort of persuaded politicians to combine passing the budget with passing a raise in the debt ceiling saying, reasonably that you know if you voted for um, higher spending on stuff by passing the budget bill then by definition you've also said that you're willing to pay for that and it, they kind of moved the things together in 1994 Newt Gingrich um, again quite responsible for the polarization of US politics reversed that rule um, that deemed that the limit would be raised when you passed the budget so since then there's been this jeopardy now Moody's last week came out with um, a paper effectively from their uh, their chief that said that if the bill is not passed this time around, um, six million jobs are at risk, the unemployment rate will go up to 9%, it'll wipe out household wealth worth 15 trillion US dollars and would create a scenario equivalent to the 2008 financial crisis. And they, they reckon that, you know, those times that the Republicans didn't um, raise the debt ceiling or, or kick their heels over it back in 11 and 13, that itself did cost 1.2 million US jobs. So it's not a costless thing, this brinkmanship, um, the Republicans wanting Biden to abandon the latest $3.5 trillion uh, spending plan that he had. So what do markets make of all of this? Well, I don't think you can ascribe any of the move higher in bond yields last week to worries about the debt ceiling. Where would we see this strain come through? Well, sometimes it comes through in treasury bills and you see some movement in their prices. But I guess one of the more transparent ways of looking at it is in CDS. So uh, we're, we're used to talking about CDS for credit indices, credit default swaps, uh, baskets of um, individual names that make up the European investment grade market or the US high yield market. And effectively, CDS, credit default swaps are a form of insurance. If you buy protection on a name, if that name goes bust, you will receive a payout. And you pay an annual premium, effectively. Uh, you pay away carry, and that, um, that, that is your insurance premium. Now, if you wanted to insure the US government or your holdings of US government bonds against default, you could go and buy US CDS, sovereign CDS. And so these are uh, individual names that you buy insurance on the US government going bust. And at the moment, that will cost you 13 basis points per year. So a, a fairly trivial amount. There aren't many things that have a lower um, annual insurance payment than that, which given we expect uh, a default to become much more likely as soon as uh, uh, almost exactly a month away now is quite startling. So 13 basis points is below the average over the last five years of 19 basis points. It did get up to 14 or 15 basis points recently and it's been down as low below 10 basis points, but still exceptionally low. So if you really thought the US was going to default, then you might think this is a gimme. There's a couple of wrinkles though. First of all, um, you can only take out this insurance in euros and you'll only probably be able to take it out with an, a European bank. So not many people will be keen to write this because after all, if the US did default in a very, very messy way, what's the rest of the world going to look like? Um, it, you know, it's one of those things where um, it's, it's like selling insurance against nuclear war. 
that um, you know you might well say, oh, "Well, I'll take the insurance premiums because if it happens, uh, you know I'm, I ain't going to be around to, to care about the outcome." And there's a bit of that around US um, CDS. The second and perhaps more important thing is that what CDS does um, is to insure you against losses on on assets, and in this case, that means US Treasuries, for instance. And people, whilst you might expect a good chance now of a technical default or a similar level of chance of a technical default as we saw in 2011-13, that doesn't mean you're going to lose any money because, you know, the Republicans want to embarrass the government. They don't want to see society collapse. So you could have a, an announced default that causes Moody's and Standard and & Poor's and others to say the US government is now in default without that causing you any losses at all. In fact, you might receive gains. You know, in that world, you might see where, where we see the scenario that Moody's talking about, jobs lost and financial crisis. US Treasuries might actually rally in that scenario quite aggressively. And so the, the thing that you're insuring might go up in value in that scenario, or it probably won't fall in value by that much. So your payout might be zero. Uh, even though you've you've called the economic scenario correctly, so if you look back during the global financial crisis, US CDS this is five years went out to about ninety basis points, and uh, during the debt ceiling crisis it got out to not quite seventy basis points. So there's some short-term CDS um, numbers that look higher. So so if you took out six months CDS etc. Um, that might spike higher, but um, the five-year number says, look, we, we get through this and it's not a, a, that big a deal. It might be different this time round. The thing I'm going to end on is minting the coin, and this is something that uh, you'll remember from that back in the day, 10 years ago, uh, but you'll also probably have seen it talked about by commentators recently. This is a kind of theoretical thought experiment, really, but it turns out that when the Republicans were trying to stymie Obama back in 11-13, excuse me, Obama did discuss minting the coin, inverted commas, with his Treasury Secretary. What happens here is, in theory, you know those coins that you you get in car boot sales, it might have Princess Diana on it or a picture of a squirrel or something like that. This is what happens, the President mints a coin as part of his commemorative coin program. So, you know, the last couple of years we've had Basketball Hall of Famers, we've had Apollo 11, 50th anniversary coins. So he mints a commemorative coin, but rather than these being $5 coins and made out of silver or $10 coins, this would be a $1 trillion platinum coin. And then he goes and puts that, deposits it in the Fed, and you never need to worry about money anymore. And obviously this is... Um, again, down the rabbit hole of what is money, how does it work, but this is a legal way, um, some say it would lead to the president being impeached, and I'm sure it would, because the, you know, um, the Republicans are belligerent around this, and uh, would it lead to increased confidence in the US? Probably not, but it is a possible way out to avoid a US def- default, is to mint a commemorative coin, deposit in the Fed and and then have whatever amount of money you've stamped on the front of that coin available to you. So a $1 trillion uh, platinum commemorative coin, perhaps with Brian Clough on it, if I may suggest someone uh, might be the answer on this one. Have good weeks. I'll speak to you later. Bye.